Welcome to Show Your Scars with me, Jordan Angeli. Using my experience as a former professional athlete, I will take you inside the journey back from a devastating injury. Although we may not choose for this to happen to us, we appreciate who we become in the process. Now, let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strength and show our scars with pride. At the ACL Club, we know how important nutrition is during the recovery process. That is why we are all about Juice Plus. Juice Plus is 30 different fruits and vegetables in capsules that synergistically works together to work at a cellular level. Unlike supplements you take that can be hard for the body to fully absorb, Juice Plus is just food, so your body recognizes it and can put it to work right away. I used this during my ACL rehab in 2011 and it changed my recovery. So I have been taking it ever since because not only did it help me so significantly then, but I feel like it helps me bridge the gap of that nutrition that I think I'm getting and what I really need to get. Juice Plus can help you wherever you're at in life, but when you're recovering at the rate you are, this is so crucial in ACL rehab to get good nutrition. If you wanna know more about Juice Plus, and how it can aid your recovery and life, email me at jordan at theaclclub.com or you can go to jangeli.juiceplus.com to find out more info. Hey everybody, excited to bring you this new episode of Show Your Scars. I sit down and chat with Carrie Lawrence. She is a professional soccer player for the Orlando Pride in NWSL. And Carrie's story is unlike other people's because her journey to get into NWSL is much different than a lot of other people's. But her persistence is something that really struck me. I loved this conversation with Carrie because she was really honest about a lot of the hardships that she's had through this injury and her previous one. It's a really heartfelt episode and honest from both of our ends, I think, of just some of the things that we've struggled with in the journey. And Carrie's just a few weeks into her second ACL rehab. So she promised to come back and give us an update once she hits the field again. But until then, I hope you listen to this and take some of the things she said to heart and implement them in your recovery because she has some really good advice here. Here she is, Carrie Lawrence. Carrie, I am so excited to chat with you. We have a really good mutual friend, Dana Hooper, who has helped me a lot with the ACL Club over the years. She's just a wonderful woman. And I found out a few months ago when you tore your ACL, you know, I've been thinking about you. I had ran into your old college coach, actually, when I was in Orlando, and she was telling me about you. And I just like when all the worlds collide and here we are now speaking. So I, I'm excited to have you share your story. And first off, how how are you doing? Yeah, here we are. Uh, <laughs> I'm good, actually. I've, you know, got I feel like I've gotten through some of the hardest parts of this whole journey, but yeah. Um kind of I feel like I'm like on the up now that I'm off the crutches. It's what I tell everybody. They're like, how are you? I'm like, I'm off my crutches. So yeah. Oh my gosh. What a great time to just have that, know that that's behind you because there's nothing like waking up in the morning and your pits and your hands are already sore from crutching all the days before. And you're just like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like you can't hold anything. I'm like trying to grab something from the fridge have like it in my armpit along with my crutch and it's just like oh it was terrible but yeah so 
Yeah, that was one of the times I had the biggest breakdown is I couldn't bring my water from the kitchen into the living room. And I was like, I just started crying. Like, why are yeah. you crying? And it's because you just, <laughs> you're, you're, everything that you've known is taken away from you, like your ability to care for yourself even. And yeah. Um, so yeah, ditch those crutches, get those out of here. They're gone. I was like, I'm going to throw them out the window on the way home. Right. But I actually still have one in my back, the backseat of my car, which is going to be yeah. funny. Yeah, just just uh, in case you need it, in case it's a long day walking. Um, Well, you are you are into your second ACL rehab right now and you're a few weeks, maybe a couple months now. Or what are you? Six weeks? I'm like, yeah, like a month and however many days. Like, okay, okay. And I really want to get into that. But I think um, to get to where you are now, I want to go back and like talk a little bit about how you even got here, because I think just your story in general is so intriguing to me because you are a professional soccer player. You play for the Orlando Pride and you just got a contract extension in the off season. So congratulations. It's a really big deal. But your journey is not like a lot of other people's journey. And so I- I'm curious if you would have told young Carrie Lawrence that she would be a professional soccer player. What, what do you think she would say? She probably would have been like, no way, (laughs) because it's truly like how I felt like forever. So, yeah, we'll go back a little bit. Um, I I mean, as a kid, like I feel like a lot of young girls are like, yeah, I want to be a professional soccer player, blah, blah. But so I like go to college, South Carolina, my freshman year, ended up transferring UCF. And then it was like the best decision. Was so happy for my right ACL my sophomore year, like right before like conference tournament, like, you know, the most important time, whatever ended up, I was like, that was like the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. And I like, I still say that, like, it, I just like, I feel like when it's all taken away, you just like have a new, like appreciation for everything. And I did. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. Like, I'm happy that happened. Like, I came back and I like crushed it was so happy to play. And I like, didn't want to stop. Like, I was mm. like, this is so cool. So I end up graduating and like didn't really have a plan. Like what year is this that you graduated? Just I to... graduated in 2019. Okay. So graduate 2019 had no plan. Like I didn't even enter my name in the draft because I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know you had to do that. Like I just thought, you know, the draft is small. There's not that many picks like, OK, I'm not going to get drafted. Like whatever. Mm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, I went, one of the girls on my team was from France and she always went to Dubai for like this little tournament. She's like, Carrie, we can win a lot of money. Like, let's do it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. yeah, I was like, they're going to pay for my flight, like whatever. So I went over there and like, I think it was like the week I was going to leave. Mark was the coach at the time, Pride, and he called me and was like, hey, like, would you like to come out to preseason? And I was like, well, I'm about to leave to go to Dubai. But like, can I call you when I come back? He's like, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, come back. Can't get signed because I didn't enter my name in the draft. So I'm not considered a free agent. So like I forgot whole- about that rule. Yeah. Okay. And I had no idea about the rule. And so I basically just like trained with the team the whole that whole first year. Got a contract the next year. That was COVID. Long story short, got I was got kicked off the team and then brought back on for the fall series played the fall series, did well, got signed the next year. And then I'm guessing that was 21. 
Yeah, 21. Mm -hmm. And then, so yeah, I've been with the Pride ever since. And yeah. like my injury kind of journey has been pretty wild. Like I finally got to play last season and like got a taste. And I was like, this is what I've been waiting for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it like went well, but I ended up like I broke my wrist and then I broke my rib. And then like it was just like weird, like little things that happened. Um, and then it led me here to preseason and I felt like the best I have felt. Mm. This is the year, like all of my friends, like one of my best friends moved back to Orlando. So I was like, this is going to be so fun. And so, yeah, and then I ended up tearing my ACL. Um, <laughs> it's so interesting. Even just those like little injuries. It reminds me of a friend I played with, Brittany Bach, when um, she just had like little things like that. She broke a rib, she broke her wrists, her wrist, and then she tore ACL. And it's like, it's weird when injuries hit you because you feel like, okay, maybe I've gotten over this hump and now I feel good and gosh, yeah. I'm so fit and I am so ready. And it can just like out of nowhere, bite you in the butt. And you're like, are you like, really right now is when yeah. everything is going to get torn back down. So when, when the injury happened, did you know right away this, this yeah. fall, yeah. this winter? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like, pretty bad like it hurt like my first one didn't hurt at all mm. I just like felt it and I heard it and I was like geez I just did that like yeah um and then this one like it was all the same like heard it felt it and it like hurt really bad and mm. I was like geez like mm. but I ended up like so at first when I got my MRI they're like okay just like clean ACL and I was like cool that's what this one was yeah. then he went in after surgery and it ended up being my meniscus and I had I, I knew I sprained my MCL, so that was another thing. And then I guess, like, a bunch of cartilage was, like, pretty messed up. So he cleaned that up, too. So, yeah, it was just a little bit different. Yeah, which is kind of – that's, like, where the pain comes from, usually, from that bone bruise or the meniscus, that type of um, thing. Okay, so I want to go back. When you were in college and you tear your ACL and you can sit here now and say, this is the best thing that happens to – that has happened to me. but what did you learn about yourself during that process that you can look back on now and say, gosh, I, I wouldn't be the same person if that didn't happen to me. Yeah, I guess like I, what I learned was just like, I mean, being a college athlete, like you, you just take so much for granted. Like, and I definitely did. Like I like sitting out and like having to watch and like not being able to do like little things was just like so frustrating for me. Mm. And I guess like before that, like I was just like kind of going through the motions, like this is whatever. But I, yeah, I just like was like, what am I? I had nothing to do without yeah. soccer. And I was like, well, this is crazy. Like I didn't realize this is like what life would be like if I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. And that, I guess that was kind of like the moment where I was like, I need to like real like do this. Like if I'm gonna do it, like let's do it. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, I guess what I learned about myself. And I also learned that I have zero patience. And like, I remember that Ooh, now. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. like, that's like the one thing that I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, I just don't have patience. And it's mm -hmm. like teaching me that again, because it's just like. Patience is such a hard <laughs> lesson because you're like, oh, I got it. I got this patient thing. I I've been working yeah. on it. And then something new happens and you're like, I do not have it. I am yeah. not in that right. Yeah. What's what patient thing is like bugging you right now that you're like, oh, I'm just ready for this part to be over. 
Well, first it was the crutches. I was like, just be patient, Carrie. Like, it's mm-hmm. only a couple more weeks with the crutches. And now it's like I'm still in the brace. And, like, I normally, like, you could be out of it by now and or, like, whatever. But because I tore my meniscus, it's like an extra two weeks with the brace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, let me just be patient. Let yeah. me just wait. So it's just, like, those, like, little things. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. ugh. Isn't it funny how that happens? Like time is so silly because right now you're like, gosh, it's just going so slow. And then in a month, you're going to be like, gosh, that two months went so fast. And I'm already here and doing this and that. Like, I just think it is one of the most um, bizarre things, especially when you're in a recovery that can be so long is Mm -hmm. time is so slow yet so fast. And yeah, there is this natural inclination to just be like, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. I'm ready to move on. Um, did you, so you said in college you realize, okay, I've got nothing else. Were you able to sit? This is something we get a question a lot with ACL club is like, some people are like, I don't know what to do. I go to training and it makes me feel worse. Or I don't go to training and I feel like now I'm missing out. Like, how did you balance that then? And maybe even how do you balance it now with that feeling of like, it sucks to be on the sideline watching, but also part of you is like, if I'm not there, then I don't feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah. It's actually a good question because so in college, I like wanted to be out at every, every training. Like I wanted to be at the lift. So I wanted to like, I didn't want to miss anything. Whereas now, like, I don't even go out to training. But I just don't even want to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's like different. Like it, it, this like process has been different in that aspect. Like I remember in college, like I literally would like sit out there sweating and like put sunscreen on my scar and like all the things. And now I'm like, no, nope, I'll stay inside. Like I'm good. Yeah. But I like and I, I took me a little bit to figure it out because I would like have days where at first I was like, OK, like this is how it was before. So I wanted to go out to training and then I would get in the car on the way home. And I'm like about to cry in the car and I'm like why am I having these days like mm-hmm. and it was it was always when I went to go watch training so yeah. I was just like why would I do that and and to be fair they've been really great and like after I'm done with my stuff like they'll let me leave like it's it's okay yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it was just like realizing that that was not what I like needed it's such a big like self-awareness practice I think when you're going through this recovery not only are you like uber aware of your knee and everything you're doing to help your knee and how you're sleeping to help your, you know, you're so focused on your knee all the time, but also like you're starting to evaluate the things that help you externally in the process. And so I think that's a really good answer, Carrie. And, you know, maybe in a month from now, you're going to feel different and you want to go to training. And I, I tell people that all the time, that it's not just uh, this is how it goes and you're always going to want to do this or that, but that having that communication for you, I don't know if that's communication with your teammates or your trainers or your coaches, but is there, did you tell them like, Hey, it's not that I don't want to be there. It's just, this is, this is hard for me right now. Is that a active conversation that you have? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've talked to like a handful of girls and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, I just like, can't go out there now, like right now. And I, but I think what I've said is like once I'm able to go out and like I did this I went out like a couple days ago and I was able to ride the bike while I was out there so at least I'm doing something like Mm -hmm. I'm not just there or whatever 
Um, so yeah, I've told a couple of the girls and then also our PT, he's like the best. So I'll just like have those days where I'm like, he's like, do you want to go out? I'm like, nope. I'm like, I'm good inside. I was like, I'll see you when you get back or not. Mm-hmm. But he's been like really good. Like, yeah. When I have like a day where I'm like, I just like want to cry all day. He's like, you can go home. I'm like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think those intense emotions are coming from? Because there are, I've ha- I had those days. I remember going to PT and my PT would look at me and he'd be like, you're not working out today. I'm yeah. like, I know I'm not working out. <laughs> you know, just like instant tears. What What do you, for you, what right now do you feel like causes that? Is it still like, I can't believe I'm in this spot? Is it fear of the yeah. future? I don't know what it, yeah, what, yeah. What it is for no, you. It's a good question. I had like a day like that. It was like their first day when they went to travel to Portland. So I'm alone, like, first of all. And then like, all I could think about was like, I just want to be there. Like, I just want to play, whatever. So like, that was like a hard day for me. And then I had to go to PT that day. Mm. And I walk in and she's like, Hey, Carrie, like how are, cause normally I'm like a happy person. Like I'm yeah. a pretty happy person. And so, and everyone's been like, you've been so great. Like how, like, you know, whatever. But like that day. So she's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm okay. And she's like, just okay. I'm like, Jet, her name's Jess. I'm like, Jess, like the team left today. Like, and then she was like, oh, like, and then she like realized what she yeah. said. And I'm like, just so just like, you know, bear with me. But um, I think it it is definitely like in my mind, I still have moments where I'm like, why? Like, why mm-hmm. did this happen to me? Like, yeah. like you said, and I just like sucks. And there's like obviously ways that I can like think about and like kind of get myself out of those spots but I feel like it's human nature to like have bad days and like question those things even though it's like I I seem pretty happy all the time like Mm -hmm. it's so hard it's not bad I don't believe it's bad to have those questions I think where people fall into a trap is when they get stuck in the question you know Um, where you're stuck in the like why me like you can have why me and find a way to work through it. And I think that that's where we really gain so much strength, especially in this, this process that has a lot of moments where you're like, okay, well, things are going great for three and a half months. And now I'm back on a like two week backslide. And you're like, really, why is this happening to me? Um, What has helped you move through that? Because there are things that we each do either mentally or emotionally or how you, how you take yourself out of that situation after you honor it, right? Like you can honor that and say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to freaking cry right now because I'm sad. Yeah. But how do you get yourself out of that? Or what are your go-to things that have really helped you? Well, to be really honest with you, I kind of like leaned more into like, I I grew up like going to church and stuff. And then I like lean more into it. Like when this happened, because it's just, I don't know, like, it, I, like I told you, like, the first time it happened, I was like, I kind of realized it quickly that, like, this is actually not a bad thing that happened to me. And I was yeah. like, this is good, like, whatever. This time I'm like, okay, I already had that realization. Like, yeah. why? Nice like, try, what? God. Yeah. New, new yeah. question. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I've been, like, really, like, leaning into that. I found, like, a pastor yeah. that I love to listen to, like, on in a yeah. podcast yeah. and, like, when I'm in my car. But I also have, like, a really great support system. And so, like... I can call my best friend whenever I need. And like, she's so great to talk to. I have my parents. So like when my, when the team left, I, and went to Portland, like I went to my parents' house and like just watched it with them, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. like, 
I am really lucky that I'm home and I have like so many people around me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like I've found things that like have yeah. helped me in those moments. Yeah. For sure. I was um, the same way in my rehab. I did. I felt like it grew my faith a lot because I, I really had this moment where I was like, if I remember driving in my car back from PT and I don't remember what the session was like, but I remember the drive specifically. And like, I just felt like God was like, if this, if you play again, like this is, I'm, I'm giving you this gift. And I was like, thank you. Like, I'll take the gift. I I didn't know if at that point I would ever play again, but I knew that the terms were not like Jordan, if you work hard enough, you will get this. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's something you and I, and probably anyone that has gotten to the level of a professional sport that we'd have, that we have the realization, like, gosh, if I work harder, I'm going to get this. And right. one of the hardest things about this rehab is you can't like work harder in certain situations. You actually have to honor your body and be like, I need to rest. And yeah. like, it makes us go insane. Yeah. Um, so that's really good that you have those ways that you can give your mind a rest and give your body a rest. I remember, and I don't know if you do this, but I remember telling specifically my parents, like if, and a couple of my friends, because everybody always asks you like, how are you doing? Right. Yeah. How are you doing? And you're like, still here, still, um, still have a brace on my leg, you know, like, <laughs> when it's so out of love, right? You know that they love you and they want to, they, they want to show that they're thinking about you and caring about you. But I remember being like, Hey guys, like, I just want to talk about anything, but my knee yeah, (laughs) because I'm so, it is so all encompassing, isn't it? I don't know if you have any of those moments where you can think of too, where you're just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like so involved in this every single moment of the day. And maybe that's yeah. where your family or your friends come in to play. Yeah, I think there's, a, it's actually funny, like when it first happened before I had like gotten my MRI because we were on like the preseason trip. So it wasn't like I could just go to the hospital and get uh, it uh-huh. like a week. And I like knew, like, you know, I mean, yeah. I did it on the first one. Like I just like knew and I remember coming home. I went because we dropped the dog off with my parents. And so I went, we had to go pick up the dog. And so I get home. And my mom's like, you know, like, I'm still praying that, you know, it, it just couldn't, it just could be something else. And I was just like, mom, like, give it a rest. Like, yeah. like, thank you. I'm so happy that you're mm-hmm. like thinking the best, but like, I just don't want to hear that right now. Yeah. You know, it just, it was just like little things. And she like means like, like totally. the world. And she just like, is thinking so positive. And I was just like, mom, the positive, it's just not, it's not right now. Yeah. Um, but I also like, obviously Marta just went through this. So we like, really like, she's good about asking, you know, like, Oh, what'd you do today? Cause it's like, I yeah. want to talk about what I did. Like as much as I want to hear about training, like I appreciate her asking. Totally. And there was moments where when she went through it, I was just like talking and then she was like, well, I did this. And I was just like, whoa, like, so now I have those moments. And so it's like, it's, we talk about it and then like, we don't talk, really talk about it out. Like, yeah. Other, other than that, unless right. it's, I bring it up. So it th- that is like a really nice aspect. And mm-hmm. like, I think, yeah. That's a, yeah, well, I feel like that's a really good 
lesson for people to, you know, part of this whole process, I think one of the biggest things you learn is like proper communication, whether Mm -hmm. that, you know, I just talked to you about how do you talk to your teammates about it? Or how do you talk to your trainer or your coach? Um, But also talking to the people in your life, like a lot of people, you know, you just mentioned Marta who went through this. So she understands what it's like to be on the other side, but a lot of people don't have somebody who knows what it's like on the other side. And so you are actually kind of teaching them how to support you in that moment, which is a huge, like, it's such a big foundational thing about communication. And I think that's a really good tool people can take and say, Hey, teammates, like, this is a prop. This is a way that I would like you to ask me, not just like, how are you doing? Like, what'd you do today? You know, where it's, you feel like you can talk about those highs that you've accomplished or those small wins that you've had and address it in a way that makes you feel, I don't know, a little bit more confident in where you are instead of like, yeah, how am I? I don't know. It just, yeah, it no, feels I different. get like, so tired of hearing that to be really honest. Like I walk in and everyone's like, Carrie, how you doing? I'm like, I'm here. Like, what? like, you know, yep. it's like, it's like so annoying. Like I literally, yeah, it like bothers me. I don't really know like how to respond sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but it's just yeah. like, yeah. I feel like a patient. Like I just like got released from the hospital and they're like, how are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I struggled with that too. It's like this, um, <laughs> I don't know, we're sensitive to people's sympathy and yeah. It's almost, I almost felt like, cause mine were pretty back to back. Like I tore my two ACLs within 11 months of each other. So mm-hmm. I, I never felt like I got out of that time, you know? Yeah. So it just felt like it was a, you know, two and a half years of people like, are you doing okay? How are you doing? And I, I was like, just didn't want to get stuck in this cycle of sympathy. Right. Because yeah. our brains are sponges and we start to think a certain way if we're, given those, um, those different, me- those different moments every single day, it just creates a pathway. And I was like, no, I don't want to get stuck in this. I don't want to yeah. get stuck in being a victim. I want to be empowered by what I'm doing. So, um, even noticing that, and I don't know, just communicating that. I think that's a really good thing that you just said to, it kind of empowers you too, because then you're not a podcast person. <laughs> um, do you, so one of the things you said before we started recording that stuck in my mind was, you know, you kind of forgot about what all you went through when you were in college with this ACL. Now that you're back in the process, are you kind of prepping yourself for certain markers that you're about to hit? And what are those things that you anticipate could be a little bit of a, you know, can be a challenging moment in this rehab? Yeah. Um, I actually like, it's just like weird because I remember like my first one, I just remember like post-surgery and like all of those things, but I've, I've forgotten like what rehab looked like. Mm. So like even today I was talking to Ali Watt who's done her ACL. So it's like yep. nice to talk to those people. And I was literally just like standing against a wall with like my feet, like a foot in front of me. And I just needed to stand like with my legs straight. And I was like, I'm scared. Like putting your leg into like full extension with, I have full extension, which is so great. But just like standing there with it in full extension, I was just like afraid I was going to like give out or like, mm-hmm. and so even that I was just like, I forgot 
like how like little things are just like so scary at first like it's like literally just like the biggest thing is like being confident and like your knees fixed like it's strong Mm -hmm. it's you know so it's just like those little things that I forgot about and like I think it's gone really well like I have like my quad is like firing and stuff. So like, that's nice, but I've just forgot like what, like what would I even do next? Like I'm doing like single leg balance stuff. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna get into that. Um, but yeah, I like completely forgot like, what rehab looks like, what it feels like, how like annoying, like little things are that I was just like, why am I scared? And then I did it and I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, yeah. but yeah, I just like forgot a lot of like those things. Mm-hmm. So like getting back into it, I'm just like, oh, yeah (laughs) this again yeah the balance board (laughs) the leg extension you know all the um little things that sort to do you one of the things I talk about a lot is just small wins right like even that like that is a win overcoming the fear Mm -hmm. that you had in that moment of full extension and saying um well I got out of that so do you capture those little wins? Is that something that you share with others or you write down or how? Oh yeah. I say it all the time. I literally say it all the time. Like the first day that I got like, um, I like did a straight leg raise. I was like, everybody come in the training room. Like you need to watch this. And I was like, <laughs> it was just like funny. So I just awesome. like, yeah, kind of like make a joke out of it. I'm like, yeah, she did that today. So <laughs> I love that. What was, yeah. what were your teammates reactions? Uh, they were like cheering me on. I was like, let's go. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's so yeah, good. So it's like funny. Like people like, so now it's like, when I get the question, like, how are you? I'd be like, well, I'm not a, like, I just like make a joke. I'm like, well, mm. I did a straight leg raise. So that's how I'm doing. Yeah. Like I make it my whole day. <laughs> I think that just is so good, especially in a team environment too, is one, you have humor about it, which I think a lot of times we have to bring humor, otherwise we're going to drive ourselves insane. But two, bringing people into it and saying like, okay, you're going to go out there and run around and do all this stuff. But like, this was a big win for me today. And I need you to understand that like, this is not like, this could happen to anybody in an instant, you know, like give them, I always want people to have the perspective that we have without ever going through what we go through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and I feel like I, that is, go ahead. Today, they had like a double day. And so, I mean, those are terrible to begin with, especially in Florida. That's so hot. Like, yeah, but they had like April. A, trail, a trail run. Like they had to literally run through the trails, like a mile and a half run. And I was sitting at lunch with two of the girls. And I like, I hate when I like, I don't want to do this where I'm like, well, at least you get to do that. Like, mm-hmm. and I pulled that like a couple days, like after it happened to me because it was just like I was just mad like I was yeah. so I'm like yeah but today I was just like sitting there and I was like we were joking about the trail run I'm like make sure you take your ankles like blah, blah, blah. and I was like but for real guys like on the run just like think about me and they're like yeah Carrie like you know what that was actually really like nice yeah. to hear like and and so like now it's turned into like it's actually coming from a, like a good place mm-hmm. where it's fresh but like yeah. It's like, they're like actually appreciative. And I was just like, cool. Like that went smoother than I thought. Yeah. So. Well, you have, you know, you have some time in front of you. And I'm sure as you go through this rehab and certain things start to pop up, you're going to remember them, but you're going to learn some more lessons too, which is, you know, 
you'll be thankful for it later. <laughs> I think, I don't know in the moment how you'll feel. Um, but you have to have goals. I, I, I like this. I have this weird feeling about goals and I don't know how you feel about goals because if I don't accomplish them, then I feel like I failed. So I, I have like this real love hate with them, but I also think it's important to be able to have a target, you know, something you're aiming at. And for you, Carrie, right now, as you're sitting here chatting with me and thinking about the future and thinking about your, you know, you're really just at the beginning of your pro career. You're what, 25, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're young. You're, you have so much to go in front of you. What do you look forward to and what do you feel like this injury at this point in your career is going to to teach you and to help you, um, you know, if you could talk to yourself in a couple of years from now? Uh, it's actually a really good question. I guess I like really been just taking it day by day because I kind of like, yeah, I don't want to like set something and then like not achieve it. It's kind of scary, even though my ultimate goal obviously is just to like play. And I mm. think as much as like last year when I got hurt and like I would come back, like overall, like I just, I don't know, like enjoying playing, like and not taking it for granted and like enjoying going to training every day, enjoying like getting to do like those trail runs that everyone like hates. And it, and I, and I kind of struggle with that because I felt like I didn't really take that. I wasn't taking it for granted. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it's just going to give me like an, a brand new perspective that I wasn't expecting and I didn't think I needed, but I guess like I did need and like, and just like really being thankful for this opportunity, like another opportunity, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like my goal is to just be like a really good teammate and like a really good player. I like the best. I want to be I've thought about it and I'm like I would I just want to be like the best that I can. And I know it's like super broad, but it's like what else is there to shoot for? Like why try and be like average, I guess. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a really good perspective and a yeah. really by keeping it broad right like that right not like I'm gonna be the best in the NWSL at this this and this like you're saying okay if you keep it so narrow then the chances of failing are are higher right like if you understand like all you can do right now is be the best you can be right now well that's gonna be you know the next six months as you go through this the best I can be right now, the best I can be right now, you're building that within you. So then when you get back into it, you are going to be the best you can be. You are going to be the best teammate because there's going to be situations where through this journey and beyond this journey that you have to be a better teammate than you are a soccer player or a better soccer player than you are a teammate. But above all that, the best human that you can be. And that's just such a good thing to say. I think when when I went through my last rehab, I thought very similarly. I was so hyper-focused on getting back with the national team um, and be in my earlier rehabs. And then my last one, I was like, I just want to be healthy again. Yeah, yeah. Literally. That was my goal. And so then I looked at it from so many other le- levels. Like, is my mind healthy? Or is my emotional state healthy? is how I treat my body, not just, you know, what I feed it and what, how I give it nutrition. 
is that making me healthy? So it just allowed me to see the broader perspective of life is not just soccer. And I think we all learn that in this. It's not, we're not just our sport, but gosh, that's so good. And I, I love that you have that perspective now because um, that is going to carry with you through your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, obviously it's such a hard, like hard, like lesson to learn, I guess. And like thing to go through, but I, yeah, I just, the only thing that like, it's hard to hear now, it's just like, Oh, Carrie, you just seem so happy and you're getting through it. And I'm like, well, how do you guys expect? Like, like, you know, I just yeah. like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to like walk around and mope? Like, a woe is me. So it's just like, and it, and it doesn't help me. Like it doesn't help like no. the every action either. So yeah, I just like, I'm trying my best to do what I can and like take everything day by day and just like be, yeah. be me. Mm-hmm. Even that, I think we don't realize how our reaction to things can impact other people. And people that say that, well, might get to into a situation where life is tough for them. And they are like, I get it now, you know, you know, like I understand why Carrie was like that because we have a choice in the midst of the storm that we can keep walking through it and believe and have a smile. And, you know, while we're getting pelted in the face with the rain and the wind, (laughs) or we can let it take us over, you know, and, and that's just, doesn't seem like and, that's and the way you go every day like every day it's like that decision when you're going through this mm-hmm. you know and it's like it, it kind of goes back to like what we were saying like you but you still have those days where like you can't do anything about it or like a moment I have I don't have like whole days I think I have like moments where I'm just like oh my god like this sucks like I'm yeah. whatever I cry whatever it is but it's right. just like now just like moments so it's like but every day, like, it's like a choice, like wake up and like mm-hmm. do what I can, like enjoy rehab, enjoy just doing upper body lifts right now, because that's all I can do. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's just like, I wouldn't be able to do it without like, obviously like my faith in the people around. Carrie, I just appreciate this chat because I feel like you were really honest and sometimes during this process, it's hard to... I don't know you're feeling so many things all the time that it's hard to chat about them but I hope in some ways that just communicating that and expressing how you feel helps you a little bit and is something that you can take into other situations in your life so yeah just thank you this has been so nice to chat with you of course and it's always nice like we said to chat with people who've been through it Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, my, the ACL club was something that came to my brain a long time ago when I was going through rehab and watching people next to me at PT. And, you know, you start to look at other people's scars and you start to have this weird bond with people because you, without knowing anything about them, you know, a, a lot about them that they have gone through the same process that you have. And I, think it really just unites us. And that's one of the things that I feel like is so powerful of these conversations is people understand like, oh, I felt that or this helped me or or whatever it may be. But one thing with you is I want to know how this ends. You know, I want to, I want to talk to you in a few months and 
I think we should get back together and talk through how it all went. And I want it to be after you go back on the field and after you feel that, you know, you're already smiling, that joy of (laughs) what it's like to play again, because those are moments that we all cherish. So what do you think? Yeah, that literally brought the biggest smile on my face. Let's do it. I'm so down. I like can't even wait to have that call. Okay, perfect. We're going to make that happen. Just to close out, I ask everybody, you know, I was just talking about our, the scars that we have on our knees and um, we look at them a lot. You look at it a lot right now. Um, you're rubbing the one on your other knee from, from your first injury. When you look at your scars, what do they mean to you? What, what does show your scars, which is the podcast? What does that mean uh, when you think about your scars in particular? Uh, I just reminds me that like, I can do hard things like this is like not an easy thing to go through and like I can do it like it's yeah it feels like it's the end of the world but it's truly not and it just like shows how much like you can go through and like come out even stronger come out with like this perspective you know so yeah it's I've never been asked that question but I think it like just kind of is a reminder that like I think this this is like some of the hardest things that I've ever gone through. So it's like a reminder that like when something small happens, it's really not the end of the world. Like I've done worse, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. We build a lot of strength in those months of rehab, mental strength and physical strength, uh, both, mm-hmm. both almost um, at the same time. So Carrie, it's been a joy to chat with you and I'm really thankful that we had you on here. So, uh, thanks for telling us your story and I can't wait to chat with you again. No problem. I can't wait to come back. (laughs) Great conversation. Carrie is so joyful and just has such a great energy about her. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. And do you feel inspired to voice your opinion about things in your process to help other people who are around you understand what it's like to be in your shoes? And some of the times that means that you have to bring them in. You have to give them a little bit of help in moments because they don't know how to support you and all they want to do is support you. So wherever you are in your process, I hope that you know that you can do this that there's a lot of strength in going through it day by day and weathering that storm and waking up again and weathering it again. And know that although all of our processes are different, we share so much in common, that we believe in you and you really can get through this a better person than you were before. So go out there and show your scars with pride.